Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is a daily dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So again, we're inside because it's raining outside. And when you live in the mountains, even a rainy day has sort of a wonderful kind of sensory experience to it. And, you know, you smell the dampness in the trees and the coolness in the air and the sound of the rain as it's falling and the sound of the river as it flows by. I really love where I live because of the fact that I can connect so much to the natural world around me. And when an empath can connect to the natural world around them, it makes it a lot easier to be able to not get caught up in some of the stories that can start working. You know, first they kind of come at us and then they get stuck in here like a song that, you know, you can't get out of your head. But in this case, instead of being a song, it's little comments that, you know, maybe don't serve us quite so well because it sort of swings a bias against ourselves. And that relates to today's question. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about that concept of how we feel about ourselves, which is that fundamental, the biggest bonus and the biggest challenge to empathy is separating what others feel about us from what we feel for ourselves. And today's question is, are empaths more likely to be insecure? Well, that really depends. Um, it depends on, one, your sense of yourself. If you have an empath who is very clear in who they are and is able to separate from what it is that's going on in the minds of the people around us, then it is not insecurity is not quite as big of an issue. And if you are still working on kind of getting a handle on your empathy and you're not quite there yet, it can be hard to separate. And we've talked about this before, that idea of separating what other people believe about you from what you believe about yourself. And we even talked a little bit about it yesterday. So insecurity really goes into that place of how much are we willing to trust ourselves? How much do we value our intuition and our intellect and our abilities and how good we are at separating the stories that someone else tells themselves about us as opposed to the stories we tell ourselves about us. So looking at first the unmanaged empath. This is a huge, huge problem because of the fact that there are some people who you're just never going to please. There are some people who you are just never going to be able to, you know, convince that, hey, you know, I've got great ideas and I'm doing really good because they will always find a reason that you're not. And if you come out and you, you know, you've got a new outfit and you're feeling confident and it's like, hey, I look really good. They're going to be the first ones to say, well, yeah, you look good today, but you know, generally you do have a tendency to let yourself go or wow, you're not wearing that out, are you? 
So when other people project that we are less than what we are, that can affect an unmanaged empath because suddenly they're wrapped up in that thought. They're wrapped up in that idea that, you know, wow, suddenly there's doubt. And when that self-doubt creeps in, that's where it gets real tricky. And I do not want anyone to think that I am coming down on unmanaged empaths because I spent decades there myself. And it's okay because you're doing the best you can with the tools you have. The idea is that you can get more tools and to be able to recognize what belongs to you and what doesn't. Anytime a thought comes in, I will immediately evaluate it, whether or not it's a, it's a positive or, or a negative thought. The first thing I do is ask myself, is this mine? Does this thought belong to me? Or am I picking this thought up from someone else? And if it turns out that, no, this is not my thought, then I go to the next level, which is, okay, if this is not about what I feel about myself, and this is about what somebody else feels about me, how much credence do I give it? How much weight does it have if this is not my thought, if this is not my inclination? If somebody is saying, gee, you're not wearing that, are you? Or you're not going to do that, are you? that can squeeze in that little bit of doubt. And if I'm certain about what I'm doing or what I'm wearing, it's like, you're darn right, that's what I'm wearing. You know, I look awesome. And being able to separate that, because it is about how much do you value and are willing to give weight to what somebody else says about you or what somebody else believes about you compared to what you believe about yourself. And it really is an amazing opportunity to get really into that place of who am I? And do I like that person that I am? Well, you know, there's always room for improvement. Am I pretty okay with the person I see in the mirror? And this is important to be able to know because there will always be people who will give you reasons not to be happy with that person in the mirror. Maybe they bring up old mistakes or maybe they bring up the possibility of new ones. And well, you know, you've always had a problem with this or you've always had poor choice in, in you know, companions and, you know, you, you don't stick to a job. And even though maybe there are people who honestly believe that what they're saying is for our own good, you know, we know which road is paved with good intentions. So the idea that we need to be able to separate what someone else feels about us from what we feel about ourselves. And if, you know, if we're feeling insecure, you know, because everybody has insecure moments. Everybody has points where they doubt themselves a little bit and sometimes doubt themselves a lot of it. Often that's not based in our abilities or what we believe our abilities are, 
It's usually based in a fear of the unknown. It's usually based in that idea of, well, I haven't worked at this level yet, or I haven't managed at that, you know, level of, of expertise yet, or maybe I've never even tried to do this thing that I want to do. And yeah, that can, I mean, everything has light and shadow, including insecurity, because in the other side of insecurity is introspection. It is taking things with a grain of salt. It is always being willing to take a look at your motivations and at your ideas and with humility and, you know, a certain logic and groundedness say, okay, you know, what are the ways that this could go well? And what are the ways that this could go bad? It is not self-deluding. It, it is actually an empowering thing to be able to look at yourself objectively. So insecurity isn't necessarily a bad thing, except when it does not produce something positive within you. If all it produces is doubt, then that's the shadow side of insecurity. If it produces a healthy desire to take a look at you know what you want to do, maybe once or twice, to do a little bit of research, to consider, okay, how bad could this go? And am I willing to deal with that? And that foundational belief, you know what? One way or another, I will get through this. If I mess it up, I mess it up. And I'll have learned something. So no matter what, this is a win. Empaths can be amazing self-moderators. They can look at them, can be able to look at themselves objectively separating from the stories of other people, from the ideas of other people, from the judgment of other people. To lock all that out and then be empathic with ourselves. To connect with who we are and what our real energy is holding in that moment. So don't worry about it. You know, everybody gets a little insecure sometimes. Everybody feels that, you know, maybe they don't know how good a decision they're getting ready to make. That's normal. That's healthy. And if you make a mess, you clean it up. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen is that things are going to get mucked up. And then you figure it out and you learn something. But don't allow someone else's doubt to be the overriding voice in your view of yourself. It's okay. You know, we, we all work through that. And you will, if I can do it, you can do it. So, thank you for joining me. And, you know, Luna was up here just kind of resting and hanging out. And for once, when I turned on the camera, she decided, no, I don't feel like it. So she'll probably be back tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, if you like the video with or without Luna, please press like. And if you have not subscribed to the channel and you're watching, please consider subscribing. 
you know, it's really cool watching the community grow. And if you would like to support this channel, then um, other than liking the video, you can comment on the video, you can share the video. And if you comment, I do check the comments constantly. So if you let me know when, you know, that there's something you would like me to cover, if you have a particular question that you want to be able to get an answer for, if you need a particular type of advice on something unique you're going through, you can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can also follow me on Twitter. And my email address is in the description for the video. So get in touch with me. I'm happy to help. If you would like to support this channel on a higher level, you can follow the link in the description to my Patreon account. For as little as $2 a month, you can be able to support the channel and help it to grow. So, again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. And see you tomorrow. Bye.